Hey, kids, please cooperate and do your part in keeping this theater quiet so everyone, including you, can enjoy. Now playing in select ears everywhere. The Cue the Banter miniseries. Top episodes of television. Full disclosure, these episodes weren't selected by a full team of television and cinematic experts. They were handpicked by yours truly. These are our favorite episodes of TV. And yes, there will be spoilers for episode one of Broadchurch. Hi, everybody. How's it going? My name is Nick. I am Jared. Nick Nick sounds very much defeated. Welcome to Cue the Banter. I'm defeated because we just recorded for 15 minutes. The computer crashed and we lost all of it. There was some good stuff in there. There were some big revelations. Um, we called out multiple people. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, <laughs> uh, we're not going to say who it was, but in those 15 minutes, I think at least 12 people were called out on the podcast. Yeah. And just berated. Us, like so it's a shame we'll never get those we'll never those get it back aspects. it's, it's yeah. gonna it's like the cue the banter lost files yeah um so <laughs> uh subscribe to us on patreon if you <laughs> if you want to get that uh that episode yeah that would be a lie because i don't know where the episode went it's just got, it doesn't <laughs> exist it's in the cloud i believe yeah um anyway either way it's gone the show's cue the banter the hosts are Nick and Jared, as we've stated. It's our favorite episodes of television. The show we're talking about today is Broad Church. And we're, yeah, we want to avoid, we're going to avoid spoilers uh, for most of the season and talk about just how the first episode really sets everything up. Yeah, I think the uh, the first episode works really well to set um, the tone of the show up. The characters, uh, the way the season's gonna go, it, it's a, uh, it's a very, very good, very strong first episode. Um, for it, any series would be happy to have this as the first episode. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. Basically, what this, epi- this podcast episode for us is essentially going to be a arc. This is going to be our case for why you should watch this show. So, if you're listening and you haven't watched Broadchurch yet, you can. You'll probably get away with listening to the rest of this episode, um, but we're hoping that based on what we say in this episode, you'll be like, you know what, I, w- I want to watch that. So I'm going to dive in, and we're not going to spoil um, how the how this season plays out because the mystery, you know, it's it's a it's a British detective drama, and the the mystery, the case takes place over the full season. So, uh, but we're not going to tell, you know, give away um, the who the who done it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I can't uh, believe you went on for that entire sentence to end it with a whodunit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Broadchurch um, aired in 2013 is when the first season was on. Um, it's about the murder of a young boy in a small coastal town brings a media frenzy, which threatens to tear the community apart. Yeah, and it, what's what's special about this uh, series, it, it's it's very much about the town. Uh, it's a small town. Everyone, you know, everyone knows each other. Yeah, uh, it's a it's, it's a it's a it's a coastal you know community uh, approaching the summer season. 
Right. So it's a town that's, you know, around this time of year, it gets moving. Right. I mean, and, you know, it's a town where everybody knows your name. Bum, bum, bum. Um. <laughs> that was our transition from Ted Dance and Shell. Yeah. Into yeah. Broadchurch. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> um. So with with Broadchurch, um, your 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 two main stars on the show are the always wonderful Olivia Coleman. Rules. Yep. And also the incredible David Tennant. Rules. Yeah, they're and they're incredible. They are yeah. incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they're they're they're. Um... Accompanied by a, a supporting cast, which is um, equally equally as good. Um, some of the supporting players and, well, other main players as well. Jody um, Whitaker? Jody Whitaker and uh, Andrew Buchan, I believe. I don't know how it's pronounced, but he you know plays uh, Mark Latimer, uh, the father of the, you know, the, the, they play the parents to uh, Danny Latimer, who is found on the... Broadchurch Beach. Broadchurch is a fictional fictional town in Dorset. Um, I I I want to visit where I forget I think it's in South Bay is where it's actually located. I believe the, the town's called. Yeah, it's, I would it's, love to actually visit it. It's a gorgeous town. Yeah. Um But I mean the show it's it's it sets everything up in like the first scene when it's or one of the first scenes so they show like they show the little intro where you see Danny Latimer on top of like the beachside cliff looking down and then it cuts and it says Broadchurch and shows, you know, Beth wake up, you know, it's their morning routine, but then you see Mark, who's a plumber, goes through the town and he's interacting with everyone. Which is so incredible. Um Yeah, it's, it's like a long it's a long take. Yeah, which is actually the night the uh the first shot it's kind of like the, the camera kind of moves slowly through the town of Broadchurch at night. There's no one on the mm-hmm. street. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a quiet town. Um, you see a bunch of the different, you know, the businesses, the houses and everything. Um, and you, you see uh, Mark and Beth sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Danny's room. It just kind of, I like, I, this, I think seeing this stuff helps push through what you're just talking about. You know, you see Danny's room, his bed's open, he's on top of the cliff. There's you see like a drop of blood from his hand. And then you get the cut. And um the scene with Mark going through the town I think is really like it I was pulled in at that moment. Yeah. And it's it's uh you know, I remember watching it at first and actually going back before I watched the rest of the episode cuz I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is this is the show's way of introducing you to all the characters. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of one, it's one steady cut. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it introduces you to the town as a whole, the dynamic of the town. Yes. Um, it's, yeah, it's not just the people. It's not just the town. It's, it's how they interact with each other. Right. And so he like, he walks up and he talks to the Millers, which is Joe, uh, Ellie, who's played by Olivia Coleman and Tom. Then he goes and he bumps into Susan Wright, who's someone who becomes, uh, a major player in it. He talks to the Reverend for a little bit. 
And, you know, Ollie Stevens, who's a local reporter, yeah, Maggie Radcliffe, by. he goes in, into the store, talks to her. You know, there's a couple other people he says hi to, uh, you know, interacts with who end up becoming very important as the show goes on. Uh, and then, you know, he talks to Becca Fisher, who runs the hotel nearby, and he's just walking down the street, and then he gets picked up by his mate, uh, Nige, Nige Carter. Nige. Um, and, you know, they go off and, and do their work. It's it's the cool it's it's quick, and it just yeah, it I mean, establishes a lot of a lot of things. And at this at this point, it's you know, Danny Latimer has a paper route. So when they get up in the morning, and it's oh, Danny forgot his lunch. It's oh, he's off doing his paper route. I'll bring it to him at school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're gonna bring uh, Beth's gonna bring Danny his uh, his lunch at school. See him then. Um, the Latimers also have a daughter, Chloe, so she's going to go with Beth. They get right, there. She doesn't want to go to school, so she yeah. just goes with her. Um, now, even when you know when Beth gets to the school, it's kind of like a field day type like thing going on. They're like doing the, you know, potato sack races, whatever the hell kids do. Those those, those British kids. Yeah, uh, you have Ollie's there taking pictures for the for the paper. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's nice. It's like it kind of shows you this nice, tight-knit community. Yeah. It kind of, uh, you know, the music's very nice. Yeah. Um, just kind of nice little slow shots of everyone having a good time. Yeah, it, it does It does introduction very well. Because even, like, before we see Beth go to the school, we see Olivia Coleman's character, Allie Miller. She's um, returning from vacation. And they show her go to the police station. And she's given gifts to everyone. Yep. Uh, in the office, and then she gets the uh, uh, the chief super. I don't know what her title is. See the CS. Yeah, whatever. Um, some weird British title. She Constable comes in and tells her. Superintendent, whatever. Constable superintendent, of course. That's probably um, not right. So. Yeah. Um, so she comes in and tells her like, "Hey, uh, you didn't get the the uh, DI or detective inspector." promotion and she's like what like you told me i was a shoe and that's why i took three weeks of vacation um she's like something changed we we appointed someone else alicardi and she's like a man you appointed a man you said what about what you said like this was supposed to be like you know we, oh, need, we need a we need a woman's job you know a woman for yeah. this uh um, we need a woman di and all that and she's like it's doubt alicardi that we appointed he's like where do i know that name and you know there's there's a, a backstory to him that that the show will soon allude to and get into. Uh, he was in charge of a case in a different town in Sandbrook. Um, that you know, so even that they even, will like even the Sandbrook stuff is not really you know you don't really um, you really dig into it in like the second season. Mm-hmm. But it's a I like that it's kind of the the mysterious dynamic of the Alec Hardy character. Yeah. Like, he's a well-known person because of this case. Yes. Um, but he's appointed, and then we, we see him. Um, oh, yeah, the farmer. Yeah, he's, like, dealing with something on the cliff, and then he gets told that some there's there's something going on at the beach. So he goes down there, and, and Ellie's uh, told, too. She's in the bathroom talking probably to Joe on the phone about the whole situation where she didn't get the promotion she was expecting. And then she gets told to go down to the beach. And then we see 
They used to see the, the kids at Beth- the school. Yeah. Which the, um, you know, you have the whole school scene. She sits down, the teacher walks over and goes, hey, Beth, uh, you know, where's Danny? She's like, oh, I, you know, I thought he was here. And he said, no, we haven't, we haven't seen him yet. I said, you know, did you do roll call? Yeah, and he wasn't here. So then she, you, you know, she starts to panic a little bit, um, gets on the phone to call Mark. Mark, it's Beth, call me. And uh, she's going to go look for Danny. Right, she calls about his paper route to see if he did it, and then she gets told, no, like he never came in for his paper route. And uh, that's when, you know, she gets in the car and uh, traffic stopped. Right, head to the beach. Yep. Uh, she gets to, the, you know, traffic's backed up. She gets up and she walks, you know, walks over to her car and says, hey, do you know what's going on? They said, oh, yeah, we were told they found, you know, heard they found a body on the beach. And everything slows down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the shot of Beth standing next to the car slows down for a second. Music kind of kicks in. Um, and what I've always loved is just, it's just a shot of Jody Whitaker running mm-hmm. in the middle of traffic. She's left her car. She's in a red dress, just running because the thought of, oh, that's my son has entered her head. Yeah. And I think she plays it so fucking well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't need anything else. Like you don't need No, um, you get it you get it all in her in her facial expression. And... Yeah. I don't I don't need you to tell me like like I've I said when we introduced that um when I picked this as one of my favorite shows was it doesn't sit here and beat me over the head with you need to be sad about this. Mm-hmm. Everything's played out for you. Right. It gives you the scenarios that allow you to sort of um, come to that conclusion on your own yeah, and feel that way on ex- your own. Exactly. And um, it's one of those things that's kind of like, yeah, obviously this is sad. Like, obviously she's panicked. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And and this is something that the um, the American remake, I believe they they uh, do this a similar, it's a similar scene, but it's it's not done nearly as well as the shot of her slow motion running towards the beach Yeah, with that music. I mean, the music of this, the cinematography in this show are incredible and it adds to it. The, um, yeah, I just think with writing the acting, all that, I think there's great care taken. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is a touchy subject. Let's try and handle it that way. Right. Um, and I, now when you first go down to the beach, you have uh, Alec Hardy. You have David Tennant uh, on the scene. And he crosses under, you know, people are starting to kind of gather. And he crosses, you know, under this caution tape. And he kind of, does he, he whispers to himself. He says, oh, God, don't do this to me. Yeah. Um. And you see the scene. It's at the bottom of the clip that you saw for the beginning of the show. And the body of the young boy laying, you know, face down in the sand. Mm-hmm. And I, did, I think that's a great, great shot. Last time you see the kids at the top of the cliff, now he's at the bottom. Um, the introduction of kind of like, you get you get a tortured feel from yeah. Alec Hardy. 
Right, and you like like they've already planted the whole thing. Like, where do I know that name? Like, how, who's Alicardi? Um, and it's kind of like, um, like he's doing. He's he has to go through something else again. Like we, he's already dealt with this. Um. Yeah, like there's something there, and it, I I love that it doesn't give you everything at once. It it slowly gives you stuff throughout the season. But yeah, that that you know that that intro, he kind of stops, takes a deep breath, and that's you know you get great. Um, there's a great shot selection of it's the front of him trying to take a deep breath before he gets into this, and then it kind of goes to the side of him, and he kind of you know falls out of focus a little bit, and you get the sounds of the beach, and then cut to the sky, and there's a you know the helicopters going by, uh, back you know back to the boy's body, back to Alicardi, back to the waves crashing, kind of like that you know um, you know that your your mind racing your you're being thrown into something that you didn't expect, especially in this kind of town. Yeah. Um, right after that is when you get another, when, when Ellie shows up. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a whole nother, whole nother uh, wave of emotions for her. It's, yeah. I mean, she knows, she knows the kid. She knows she's best friends with the family. And that's what I mean. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, from their point of view and then yeah, and looking directly at them. Right. Yeah. And it does the same thing when, when Beth arrives, you know, there's like the wave of bodies ahead of her. She can barely see the body, but she can see parts and she sees his, she huge sees shuffle. His, yeah. She sees his shoes, but his, it's his trainers. Yeah. I know. I know. I watched it last night. I noticed that she said trainers. Those are daddy's trainers. Yeah. The, uh, but you know it's a great a great first interaction between uh, Miller and Hardy. It's so good. It's because it's so good. Their the, yeah, their, their dynamic through is, this entire show is it's so amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, so it, good. And the the arc that it goes through is is incredible. But what she said, <laughs> she um, I'm I'm police. You took my job. Yeah. Oh, really? You want to do that now? The, and um, I mean, Tennant plays that plays that character uh so well that type of character i i think i mentioned it on an earlier episode when when it came up um just kind of like he can be kind of a dick but like he's very much serious about his job and is kind of a dick about it and like yeah like you know, someone else might say like, "Oh yeah, you took my job," and it's like, "Hey, like I'm sorry, like it was it was nothing personal." Instead, he's just like, "Oh really? You want you want to do that right now?" Yeah, you want to start arguing immediately. <laughs> um, I also like too. I noticed you know, as she crosses under, as Ellie crosses under the you know the caution tape and the police line, we we kind of stop on a woman with her dog smoking a cigarette for a little mm -hmm. bit longer than anyone else. Right. And they're like, okay, we have a onlooker this is kind of weird what's going on here you know like little i like there's little things like that kind of planted throughout this episode yeah um that add to the mystery surrounding everything yeah i think what like with what a lot of shows do is they try and misdirect you and it's like all right let's bring this person in have them interrogated for this and it's very much explicit like this is okay we're gonna investigate this person we're gonna investigate this person and then like there's a bunch of ops and options and you're not sure who the who the killer is whereas this show it just it shows you different people in the town just 
on their own. It's not them being interrogated. It's them living their normal life, yeah. dealing with everything that's going around them. And it allows that to raise its own suspicion. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, that's. it's not like they're – I'm trying to think of how to put it. Yeah, there's there's – there is misdirection, but it's not like – it's not wasted. None of that is wasted. No. You know what I mean? Like I don't even think the shot of the woman standing there is kind of a misdirection. It's just kind of like, okay, here's someone looking on. No, no, yeah. I don't think the show is trying to say, you know what, we're going to show her so you think that like she's involved. But just just like keep it there for a little bit longer. It's like, okay, what's her deal? Like we've seen her like twice in bits and pieces. But, what is her deal? And like it, the also that scene was so what's so good about it is like – there you get the confirmation of what Beth is worried about before Beth does. Mm -hmm. So you're like, holy shit, this woman is running to the beach. She's scared for her life at this point. She's thinking the worst and the worst has happened. Yeah. You know, she stops by the newsstand, which is owned by uh, none other than Walter Frey. Walter Frey, Argus Filch. Um, he's Mad Basil in uh, The World's End. Yep. It's, uh, you know, uh, he's also in Hot Fuzz, right? Yeah, he's in Hot Fuzz. He he plays... Uh, Does he play the guy that you can't understand anything You can't understand the word he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, you know, but she's, you know, it, it, it's still, she's still running. Yeah. She stops there to see Danny and, you know, he gives a, you know, he he never showed up. Yo, know, did he? Right. Did he? You know, did he seem weird yesterday? And he's kind of like, oh, I only say I'm fifteen. It still sounds like Bill Wilkins. Oh yeah, you're, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> you know, no, it's like you know, only see him for you know a short time. He comes in to get the papers, and that's it. Um, but no, it's it's good because it's another. You know, it's another introduction to a character. Yeah, he wasn't. Um, yeah, he's not someone that you've seen. Yeah, he wasn't introduced in the in that opening shot of Mark walking through town. Um, this was yeah, this was how you you introduce him, you show him. Um, but yeah, she, know, she doesn't she call him on the. I don't even think they talk right she, away. She called no, she yeah, she calls him on the phone at first when when Danny wasn't at school, and then she runs to the beach. She runs by it. She yes, she go. runs by him. She doesn't talk to him. No, yeah, what you what you the talking that he says is when he when the police talk to him yes. later on. So that's the, a further um, introduction later on, but uh, you just see him. It's another one of those things. Okay, here's another character. Exactly. You're like, okay, this guy is, you know, there's an important Walter Frey. Yeah, Walter. Yeah, you're like, holy shit, Walter Frey. It was. It was obviously him. You saw what he did to the Starks. Yeah. The um, and then fi you know, it's like finally when she gets to the beach, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, she's finally made it to where she's going, but th you know, it's all downhill from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she sneaks under the police tape, we get another cut again of the woman standing with her dog, smoking a cigarette. Mm -hmm. And then it's the same thing. You get a point of view and then you get in front of her running to the body. Right. Um, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And she she plays it great, and it's like it also helps that it's like you know Ellie's there, her best friend is there, and she has to deal with that whole situation. Yeah, that telling yeah. her that whole yeah keeping her away thing because you know Hardy doesn't know that that's the mother, right? Ellie knows it's the mom, 
Right. And even so, like, he's very much, like, even Hardy even says to her in the beginning when she's, like, flipping out, like, oh, like, I know, like, this is, like, my son's best friend. He's, like, turn it off. Turn it off. We're, we're you got to be professional. We're doing a case right now. He's, like, very much, he's not allowing emotion to get into it. And he's telling someone who has never dealt with anything like this before in this small town, who's never done it, dealt with a murder case before. And not only that, she's never dealt with her loss in the way that she is like this is her one of her best friend's son and he's basically he's just coldly saying turn it off like be professional we're all business right now think what how do we like how do we do this and it's like it comes and it comes across like he comes across like kind of as a dick because he's but he's very cold and calculated in that way yeah yeah and the um and just that you know you kind of get to that slow motion again of you know because you know they put the towel over the body and that's when she sees his trainers right and then you get to this like slow motion thing of the other police trying to hold Beth back and bring her away from the body Alec Hardy's you know Hardy's standing there taking it all in and Ellie got her hands up on her head and it's just like yeah it's you know it's it's her just trying to process everything. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's, um, I just, I just think it's, I don't think I've ever seen it done as well as it's done. You know, I can't no, think of an yeah. example, at least of the TV show, um, um, where it's done like, like this. Yeah. And like, it, it's cool because they use different pieces, like the next the next stage for it, like this is very much, like I said, it's a, it's a small town. Word's going to spread quickly. And they, they sort of tell that story through Ollie and, you know, the, the local newspaper about the town figuring out what's going on because they, they don't release the name. Like only, they only know for sure, that, like they don't, they identified it, like Ellie identified the body immediately when she's like, I know who that is. Um, but they they very much don't tell anyone. But like people are still trying to find out because every everybody knows what goes on in this town. I mean, like think about it. it it's you know that's kind of like the the information age. Yeah. Uh, part of it, you know what I mean? Small town trying to trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? A bunch of people get involved. You know how it, it's just you yeah know how it goes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just that, although, like, I think of, I think of here in New Jersey where we're at, you know, with a, you know, it's almost summertime here. They're revving right. up for the summer season on the island. Um, obviously it's a bigger area than it is here, but I mean, like trying to think of, could you imagine if something like this happened? in an area like this right under these circumstances like how insane the frenzy would be about trying to find out you know more information yeah i yeah i can i i can't even imagine yeah and it's um yeah yeah after you deal with you deal with uh ollie they go to the top of the cliff and it's kind of like listen he didn't jump someone tried right, to make it look like he jumped yeah because like it shows in the beginning like you know, the the first thing we see of him is him on top of that cliff in the, in that intro. So like, 
that's obviously very much a suspicion in the beginning, but yeah, they, I mean, they even asked the questions like, uh, you know, was he, how was he feeling lately? Yeah. Is this is a suicide this spot. spot? Right. Um, but yeah, they debunk, they debunk that, um, pretty early. And then what the, so one scene I, like, I, I really love is, um, when they tell, when they have to go and tell the family, because like, even though Beth, has seen the body she saw his shoes you know and even like if you got to think in your if you're in that situation okay so beth saw the shoes so like that like they're pretty sure it's you know it's, it's probably danny and the police are coming to talk to you the police wouldn't be coming to talk to you if it wasn't your kid yeah but still like in in the way the mind works is you're still hoping that it's not you know like like no it's it, it can't be yeah and, and i mean like i don't mean to cut you off but even right before when they're up at the top of the cliff, when they come down is when they have the right before they go to the house is when Ollie's like, what's going on? Who is it? Please, right. Auntie and Ellie. Like, and she's like, don't. I told you don't do that. So it's her nephew. So there's a relation yeah. there. And then once again, the woman who is smoking with the dog, we focus on her again. Right. She lives, trailer, she lives over in the trailer park. Right at the bottom of the cliff. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine living like oh, I live in a trailer park and it's like there? Well, that was beautiful. like beautiful. The island had a trailer park in Beach Haven. Oh, did they really? Yeah. It was there until Sandy came oh, through. Wow. It was incredible. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was awesome. It was a little past, uh, I say, go past Fantasy Island on the right. It was like on the bay side of it, but you were, what, a half, you know, a short two-minute walk in each direction to water. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Yeah. There are worse ways to live. Yeah. But yeah, that um, exactly. He tells her when they get to the house. You know, it's like, have you ever, you know, I should tell him. Listen, have you ever done a case like this? No. Have you ever had to tell anyone this? No. And he's like, nothing you say can make it better. So don't, yeah, don't try. Don't try. Um, and that that dynamic of being a you know a a, a friend of the family. And also this outsider who's come in and is control is like your partner and taking over the case, really. Yeah, kind of controlling everything in the job that you were supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it being your first, you know, case like this, it's it's a lot. Um, but yeah, I think I think that everyone in this scene is incredible. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, the the performances, like, of all the people that are, like, like directly dealing with the grief of, of this loss is just really blew me away. I think when it comes down to it, this show is very technically strong. Um, the writing's good. The, you know, cinematography, the music, it all it looks very good. Sound, it has a good pace, good flow to it, but, like... That doesn't work. It doesn't uh, go as go as far as you know a strong performance, and like those those performances by everyone really elevate it. Oh yeah, like you know when they're you know you have the family sitting on the couch, and then you mm-hmm. have Ellie sitting there kind of just watching. It's kind of just like, and she's crying. Too. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um. And then Mark was like, I want to see Danny's body. You guys could be wrong. And I, something I love in this scene is he, like, they're walking to go check 
for him to look at the body and like he sees someone he knows is like, oh, what's going on, Mark? How you doing? I hope you're not here for anything like too bad. Yeah, I hope you're not anything for, you know, for anything too serious. Sign yeah. this uh... petition. And he's just like trying to be polite, trying to be like, like I'm kind of in a rush. And like he's clearly like, but like he's being very polite and he signs the petition. And the guy's very, you know, upfront and outgoing towards him. And Mark's just kind of like, and he can't say anything. He's like, he's not going to be like, you know, like my son just died. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't no, know yeah. yet. Like he's still dealing with this, like, Stuff and you can see how it is affecting him. Yeah, and then when he walks away, it's like, oh, tell the wife and kids I said hi and everything. And you're like, holy oh, shit. Yeah, it's just rough. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it is rough. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's kind of intercut with, I think, I, I think the, the, uh, the scenes are great with, with Hardy in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Looking at Danny's, it's kind of intercut with when Mark's going to look at the body of just looking around the room. Right. You and, know, the picture the... is outside the door. Yes. Just watching them, and you get like these. She's almost. It's almost like she, you know, she's scared to walk in, because yeah. it's that weird of like this is sacred ground now. Which it's it. It just reminded me of, um, when we were in D.C. last time, mm-hmm. uh, we went to the National Portrait Gallery, and they had a project that was based on uh, military personnel that went away and you know were killed in action. And it was their bedrooms, you know, in their parents' house. Oh, wow. Years on. Okay. It, yeah, it was like just different photographs of it. And like yes. Much but, just untouched. But it, uh, exactly. And it was, I mean, a lot of these bedrooms were, you know, killed in action, you know, five years ago. And the bedroom was still exactly the same. Um, yeah. So I this, this scene kind of made me think of that. Um, you know, he's looking around, uh, around the room. He sees, you know, a C Brigade sweatshirt there's pictures of him and friends um on the wall where how tall he is etched in the door frame you know i mean like all these little all these little things that kind of i mean i don't know just i guess it's just it's kind of a piece of his life a little bit you know what i mean you're kind of being introduced to this character just through these little objects Mm -hmm. um which is i i it just I think it's super effective. Um yeah. and yeah, then you get you know, you get Mark at the at the morgue to take a look at the body to you know, make sure. Confirm me and he said this whole like all this time, the ride over here I thought it wouldn't I still thought it wouldn't be him. Yeah, and it's like that's like that's devastating. Yeah, it's denial and it's like you see like it's it, it also shows, it's cool because it's showing how each different person is dealing with it. Like, you know, Mark was sort of in denial and he wanted to see it. He wanted to see the body just to, like, to to confirm. And then, you know, like, Beth's back at home and she's dealing with that. And so, like, going, like, struggling to go into his room. Uh, yeah, which is, like, really telling, you know, you have the father that needs to see the body and the mother that can't even enter the bedroom. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, uh, there's no... There's no rule on how to deal with grief, mm-hmm. and I think the, the you know you see that with these two, uh, mother and father with these characters, the way it's the way it's written and the way it's dealt with. Yeah. Um. I just lost my train of thought, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a rough show. It's I mean, it's like, but it's just because 
it's because these performances are so good and you're looking at how they play off each other and how they play off the event and everything that's going on. It's like, it's done so well. Like you said, it doesn't beat you over the head with it. It no. just lets the actors perform. Yeah. And, that, yeah. It's like, okay. Like, yeah, it just, it lets everything happen. Yeah. Um, and this is all, I mean, this is also big for, for Hardy because, you know, and like he talks to the, uh, the CS. Yeah. And she's like, you came here to lie low, like after Sandbrook. So it's another, like, alluding to that case, that huge case that he had worked on before. He was like, you came here to lie low. Like, it would make, like, you can you can step away from this. And he's like, no, like, that doesn't make me, like, me being a part, like, me dealing with Sandbrook, no one else has dealt with anything like this. I have. It makes me the best guy for the job. Yeah, I like that little... Yeah, you know, I like that little conversation. I, I just li- yeah. also, I like because you're like, okay, Sam Brooke, it's something. I don't know what it is yet. <clears throat> you know, it's kind of mentioned in passing there again. Um, afterwards, they go, they talk to the medical examiner. Right. You know, and that's when it's like, well, they talk about the bruising on his body. Mm-hmm. Um, big hands, right? Big hands was facing him. Yes. So whoever so it was, knows. Danny knew who it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's your, you know, that's kind of like your, okay, here's another confirmation that there, there was, there was foul play. Right. Um, he didn't jump. Now I'd hear you're like, okay, someone made it look like he jumped. The person who did it wasn't another kid. It was an adult. Um, and he knows he knows who killed him. Yes. Which is like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all kind of, you know, I, I like that you're getting these little glimpses of it. And uh, we leave there. And we have very much, the show very much intercuts between the investigative stuff and then also just people in the town finding out about it, dealing with it. Yeah, um, and like they, they go to the, there's a great, there's a great uh, shot of the, the, they're back at the Latimer house. Right, in and the Clo- hallway. Yeah, Chloe's on her bed. Beth's at one end of the hallway with her head on the wall. Mark's standing in the doorway at the end of the hallway. Yeah, it's all in, frame, all in one frame. And they have the, the caution tape over Danny's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know. It's like... I remember, like... I don't know. It, it, like, I remember even watching it last night. Like, I know what happens. Like, I remember all this stuff because... I, I love it so much, and it's just like even last night. It's just like this is this is like tough. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's like emotional. It's emotional stuff, and then you know you have, once again, you have uh, Hardy and Miller there to tell them like we, you know, we think it's suspe- we're treating it as suspicious. Yeah, which is an- that's another big thing to hear. Like not a, like it's 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 incredibly hard to hear that your son has been murdered. Uh, like, but then you have to hear like he was, or your son is that your son was found killed, and then you have to find out oh he was murdered. Like imagine like what is going through your head when you hear that. Like who could have possibly wanted to kill my eleven year old son? Yeah, and that's like you know you know uh, Beth goes like oh my I should have checked on him last night while he was in bed. I should have done. Why didn't I check on him to make sure he was okay? Um, the daughter's crying. Beth's mom is there, and it's just like you you know it's. 
Miller kind of jumps in with like the oh no 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 there was nothing you could have done and Hardy kind of gives her the look like I well, we went over this yeah you cannot make it better you have to remove yourself right um, then he, I mean then he goes on and he says like we're gonna find whoever did this you have he, my word yep so another another good moment is them at one point it's it's Hardy and Miller and they're walking he's like ah do you mind do you, do you mind calling me Ellie. I'm a huge fan of like being called Miller. It's he's too like, formal, and it's like Ellie. 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 Now. <laughs> no, I think I'll call, you, I'll call you Miller. Yeah, so good. I love David Tennant. Yeah, um, and Olivia Coleman, amazing also. Yeah, the uh, you get Chloe, you get the daughter that you know she leaves, and she uh, she meets up with her boyfriend. Good old Grey Worm. Gray, yeah, Gray Worm. And then, of course, Gray Worm is like... He's like, what are they... Are there, are there police around? Right. At first, it's they... like, I don't know. At first, he's like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. And then he's like, are the police around? What are they asking? They know about me. Because you're not you're not 16 You're yet. not 16 yet. And it's like, no one knows. Let's, let's go. Um, and that's when... You know, that's when they head down to the beach and she leaves a stuffed animal that was that was Danny's uh, at the beach where there's kind of like a small little, you know, candles, flowers and stuff are being starting to be left there. Mm-hmm. That's when Ollie sees her leave them and he's kind of he calls Miller up. He's starting to put two and two together about yeah. like, is it Danny Latimer? Um She's like, you know, I can't tell you this. I can't talk to you. And he's like, well, I just saw Chloe at the beach. And he keeps, you know, he keeps, you know, he's constantly crossing that line. Right. And he, well, the thing is, like, with Ollie, he really wants, like, he, he applies. For the he, Daily he, Mail. He, the Daily Mail at the beginning. He gets an application, like, uh, he gets declined in, in the beginning. But, like, he's very, he very much wants to be a big-time journalist. Um, so you can see that eagerness in him throughout the show and it, but it also does, it does a good job of like, yeah, so he gets that out. Like he, he like calls her and decides to tweet it. Like sources suggest that the body found was Danny Latimer. Um, because you know, he wants to be this big time reporter and, and this is what that tweet does. It also brings in people from the outside. It introduces to, uh, I believe her name is Karen. Yeah, Karen White of the Daily Herald. Someone shows her the tweet, and she wants to go to the town. Yeah, they bring it up, and they're like, uh, you know, they also bring up deals with Alec Hardy, also. Right. I can't believe he got a job after Sandbrook. Can yeah, you believe he so got another job. It's another little glimpse into okay, something happened with this Sandbrook. What case. happened at Sandbrook? Yeah, and uh, and that's when he, you know, he comes bursting in. For God's sake! <laughs> Bloody Twitter! And that's, uh, you know, because the family sees it, and it's like, wait a minute, how is the name out? We didn't... Right. Aren't they supposed the to Chloe, talk to us? Yeah, Chloe sees yeah, Chloe it because... Yeah, Chloe comes storms in, it's like, uh, well, Chloe, it was your fault. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, um, aren't they supposed to talk to us first before they release the name? It's like, well, how do you know? And she's like, well, I have a I have internet search saved for Broadchurch and Death. You know what I mean? And that's like, a, it's a small thing with her, but it's another thing that's kind of like her way of dealing with it. Yeah, is like wanting to, yeah. But, you know, now the family has to deal with, not only did all this happen, 
but but now everyone knows who it is. Yeah, the police gave them their word, like they told them they were going to be, like they weren't going to release anything just yet. So then now they're like, they lose a bit of the police loses a bit of their trust, which is what Hardy is like ranting on about once it happens, and he's like, who who tipped off the journalist and. Ellie sheepishly raises her hand, and it's like another thing. He's like, and she's like, like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the family, and he's like, go, go away. Yeah, you know, like that. Like, there's still there's a very cold relationship between these two still. Um, and it's I don't know. It's another it's another cool addition, like just moment uh, to show basically what their dynamic is and how in- intriguing it is. Uh, given their position and the, the scenario going on. Yeah, I mean, it, she didn't really... It's not really no. her fault. No, like, Ollie called him, uh, called her, and she she denied it. She didn't confirm, and, and but he could tell. He It's his aunt. Like, he knows... Yeah. He can tell based on, like, uh, like how she's talking to him that, yeah, I think it is. So he, like, he was confident enough to do it, but, like, it puts her in a bad spot. Yeah, and it's... it's um. But also with him, you're like, oh, why is he flipping out? And you're like, well, okay, obviously Sandbrook was something big. Right. He comes here to kind of lay low, it seems, is the general consensus. It's like his first week, and now they have a suspicious death of an 11-year-old boy on the beach. Yeah. Um. That's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um. You know, then so he has to do the, you know, the press conference. About mm-hmm. the body of what, you know, there was a death at the beach. The body was discovered. Uh, it's 11-year-old Danny Latimer. We're treating it as a uh, suspicious death. You know, we'll have a full briefing. Uh, you know, the the normal. Leave, you know, please give the family uh, the privacy that they need. Yeah. This is when he's, what, this is when he's talking outside the police station? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like he, he's got to deal with that. Ollie apologizes. He, you know, Hardy. Yeah, that's when he goes back to uh, the traders. Yeah, with Becca Fisher, and she's kind of like, "Oh, how long is the beach going to be closed? Because like the summer months are coming, and I just had a cancellation, and someone left early, and it's like, come on, Becca. Yeah, it's like someone, someone's fucking kid just died. Yeah. Um, and they even, I mean, there's there's people who do far worse or like say far worse things. Than yeah. That as the show goes on. But like, yeah, it's like, it it's it's really, it's hitting the town in multiple areas. Yes. Um, Maggie Radcliffe, the head of the Broadchurch Echo, brings Ollie in uh, to apologize for releasing. Like, we'll talk to the family. We work with the police, and Hardy's just like, stay out of my way. But this also shows that like Hardy is living at a hotel right now. He's still transitioning. He hasn't even moved in. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. to a place in Broadchurch. The um, um, yeah. So it's another. We'll talk to the family and apologize. But you know, at this at this point, the news is out. The whole town yeah. knows, which that adds another mm-hmm. dynamic for the family. Right, and and even and for like the, the detectives for Ellie in particular. You, you know, like there's a lot of scenes after this where it's like Ellie's talking to Beth, and then. Ellie's talking to Joe. Mark is talking to Beth. And it's like, it, after it, it shows it go throughout the whole town, and then it sort of dives in and just shows, like, the, the personal 
sort of conversations that the people are having in their dealing with everything too. Yeah, and it's you know, uh, you know, with Ellie talking to her husband Joe, um, you know, she kind of breaks down to him about it, and uh, yeah, and he's like, well, he, he's like, are do we need to be worried about? Like, like, is this going to happen again? Do we yeah, should be worried for other kids? Like, they, they have their own... They have two kids. And, you know, um, then you have a great scene with uh, Mark and Beth talking about it. It's like, anytime my phone goes, I think it's Danny. Um, right. And you can get, you get a sense that something is, like, broken there. Yes, and that's when she's like, you know, why didn't you... Look in on Danny. Why didn't you look in on Danny? You always do. And he says, why didn't you? And then she asks... Where were you last night? Where were you last night? And there's the whole thing, like, Mark was on a call. He's a plumber. Um, which which earlier in the episode, Nige asked him about the night before. Yeah, he says, just, just, just drive. Just drive. So, yeah, there's definitely something... You're, senten- you're sensing something here. Right. Um, and that's that whole thing. You're kind of brings you to this point, and you're like... Okay, something happened. He knew the person. It was someone older. There's something weird going on with the father. There's the weird lady down with her dog smoking that you see a bunch of times. You have the person with yeah. the paper route. You have Ollie. You have Nige. You have – you know what I mean? It, there's all right, of these people yeah. that you're just starting to know, but you're starting to kind of see – I mean, already at this point with the conversation that they're having, you're already starting to see that there's there is there is an issue there. Yeah. With Mark and Beth. Right. That this is only going to magnify. Mm-hmm. Any, yeah, like the issues that they're having. And that's what, I mean, that's what's so cool, what's so good about this show. It's, it's like, we're talking about uh, a detective drama. And there's really, in the first episode, there's no breakthroughs. Like, there's, they have one breakthrough. No, it's like a family. the episode it's like, is like. It's like a family drama. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a family like, dra- drama. T- town drama whatever right the only to the detective yeah the only thing that happens in the first episode is they find out that danny snuck out they find footage of him riding a skateboard at night it's like okay he wasn't abducted because there was that whole thing it's like was he abducted like but who could who could have had access to the house like how could and then they find out at the end okay he was he snuck out so he snuck we, out and where is where is his skateboard yeah that is the only breakthrough that we get yeah and it you know, and it's it's um, you know, you have Ellie has to talk to her son, talk to her son Tom about that his best friend is dead. Yeah, and that scene that scene is so good. You know, because like I mean, like obviously we've never dealt with a friend of ours like getting murdered. Yeah, but like we've dealt like you know people deal with people. I've been told that people have passed away. Yes, and like. I don't know. I thought that I thought that scene captured how it how it is how was done perfectly. That's yeah. That's where this show works for me the most. It's kind of like okay, yeah. That's I've you know I've been told someone's passed away before, and this captures that that feeling. Right. Really, you right. know what I mean? Like really, really well. Like it hurts to see, but it's you're like okay, I've I've felt that before, and that's where this works. Yeah. Um. That's why I compare it to. Rather than oh wow, could you imagine that? It's kind of like oh yeah, that's that's that feeling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's that pit in your stomach. Um, I think they do it. That's, I mean, I I sound like a broken record, but that's why I feel like this is just done with such care. 
Yeah. And and understanding for the content. Mm-hmm. It's the show's very self aware of what it's dealing with. Um, right. And it doesn't it's, it doesn't deal with it as if it's like very specific like I don't know how to I'm trying to how I'm trying to say this, but like like I said, people you know, not everyone has dealt with this exact scenario, but people have lost people. Yes. And it deals with loss and you know, grief in a way that connects um, across multiple, like multiple people who didn't necessarily have, you know, this exact scenario happen to them. Yeah, it's it works for the the basic idea of you know hearing about a loss or dealing with a loss. Kind of these reactions are are what you would expect, but also what does happen, you know, based on experience. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you know, right, right. She, she, she tells Tom about this. He goes in his phone and deletes a bunch of text messages from Danny. Right. And then he logs in his computer and deletes a bunch of, you know, a bunch of files. Yeah. He even asks her, like, are the police going to have to talk to me about anything? They're like, well, probably like you're his best friend. So, and then she leaves and then he deletes everything, which. Which is your like, which is really weird. Yeah, because it's like, okay, you know, it seems like in a way like he's covering his tracks. You know, like, why would he have any reason to cover his tracks? Right. Um, You know, then you get the reporter from the was it the Daily Herald, Daily Mail or whatever calls Ollie. I'm in town. Right. Do you have any? Yeah. Daily Daily Herald. um, Do you have any recommendations for me for a place for me to stay? And, and that's put, when it's like, yeah, go to the Traders. The Traders. Well, Becca Fisher over at the Traders. I don't know why it's uh, in Minnesota now. Yeah. Oh, Becca Fisher <laughs> over over at the Traders. But she then does, the, she does real good. But then the reporter takes the the stuffed animal that Chloe left from Danny's room and puts it into her bag. Yeah, and I remember when I first saw that, I was like, "This what the fucking hell? bitch." Yeah. Um, you, and you know. You, <laughs> Like yeah, you come in here, and this is where you're starting. Yeah, you're taking memorial shit away from the fucking beach. Um, you know they watch the CCTV. They see him riding his skateboard, and uh, the episode. You know, the episode ends where he's in front of the camera, sitting down. Right. Perfect. Perfect ending. Oh my god! Yeah. You know, he talks about Danny's life touched many people. We'll be looking at those connections, and it's a shot of the Latimers watching on the TV. If you or someone you know has any information. Ollie. Yeah, it's Ollie. Becca Fisher. Walder Frey. Walder Frey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The church pastor. Yeah, Reverend Paul Coates. Yep, Ellie. Then it's Mark again. Then Joe. Joe. I you know it was Mark sitting with the. I don't think Mark sitting with the family the first time. He, he is. Is he? Yeah. And then the next time, I guess. So like, it shows everyone watching it, and then there's also a cut of Mark like afterwards. Afterwards, I guess, yeah. Like sitting, like thinking with everything that's going on. You know, and then Joe, and then Nige, and then Grey Worm, and yeah. then the weird lady with the dog that was smoking, and then Tom. Tom. And then back to Alicardi, you know, we'll catch whoever did this. And it's like all those people, like you start with nothing. You get all these, you know, all these lines drawn to these people, kind of who they are, or just you get glimpses of them. Right. Then you're looking at the case. And in the end, this whole little 
him talking about his connections and listen, if you have any information, come to us because you know we're going to find out who did this and to see the whole town kind of watching the press right. conference and getting this news is just like, it's so perfect for Yeah, it drives home. Like the opening, so the opening like sequence essentially is Mark walking through town. Get, like it, it gives you that sense and then this sort of drives it home. How like So you see how close the town is, how much everyone knows each other and then this is like, how much this event is affecting everyone. Everyone is, their eyes are turned to the police, to the investigation. Like it's, it's engulfed the entire town. Yeah. It's, um, even like, I'm going to end up rewatching the first season now. Yeah. Kind of like after we did battle of the bastards, I went into like a game of Thrones Thrones rewatch. Um, but yeah, after watching this episode last night, I was like, "Yep, that's uh, I haven't rewatched this in a couple of years. It's it's time." It's funny because yeah. I told um, like as far as people I've told to watch this, it was you, and obviously you loved it. Um, I told Kate for like months. I'm like, "You have to watch this. You yeah, have to." She watch cried, this. didn't she? Didn't she cry? Yes, and we finally watched it. And she loved it. And then I also recommended it to um, Aunt Chris. Aunt Chris. Right? And yeah. I mean, I think she texted me two days later. It was like, just yeah. finished the first season. This show is the show is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, it's uh, it's definitely something that's ever since I've watched it. It's. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a you know this type of cop drama like this done any better. No, I don't think so either. Like, and it's one of those things. You know, sometimes when you first watch something, you're like, "This is the best cop drama detective show I've ever seen." Right. You watch other stuff, you're like, "Okay, I like this more." No, this every time I go back to this, I'm like, "Oh my!" I'm like, "This is, this is just the shit." I know it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's, it, it cares. It deals, yeah. the acting's great. The writing, the directing, cinematography, the music. Um, it's, I just think it's all really, really impressive. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like, it's emotional. It's engaging. It's one of those ones where I'm like, I feel lucky that I had the chance to watch this. Yeah, absolutely. Because if it wasn't off of some random, you know, Google search of British crime shows, I never would have got to it. Right. It'd been very yeah. Because not, I mean, not a lot of people know about it. People are like, oh, like what? Any, like any recommendations? I'll say it. Like people have never heard of it. You know what I mean? Like it, but it's it deserves to be watched even by people over over here. Yeah, yeah. It's um I with it being on Netflix, I'm assuming that its audience is bigger than obviously it would have been without it. Right. Um every season's on Netflix. They're all eight episodes. You know, hour episodes. Eight episodes per season. It's a it's a it's a quick watch. It's an easy yeah. binge because I mean it kinda it's a, it's just, it's a slow, it's an un, it's like a slowly unfolding mystery, but like, 
but because of that, you're like, I want to know what happened. Like, exactly. Let's watch it's so you never, storm through it. Yeah, there's it never – it doesn't waste any time. There's no like, no. oh, this is slow. But yeah, the way it unfolds is slow because it unfolds over those eight episodes. Yeah, it never feels like it drags, but it, it but it, it makes you want to just watch it and get like – like I know what you watched how – long, how long did it take you to watch the second season? I mean like a day. Yeah, I bought, it took me two days to watch the second season. First season took me maybe a week, and second season was like two days. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just, it's it's uh, yeah, I, second season is great. Third season, yeah, and it great. even it, it even adds like what the show does so well because very much the show is it's you know about this small town, not a lot of people live here, but it adds new characters ver, uh very well. Yeah, like in the second season, the like it it does it does a great job with that. Um, and then even the third season too, it just, I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's a really good show. Yeah. Great performances. There are two doctors in it. David Tennant and Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Olivia Pro- Coleman has an Oscar. There are reasons. There are other reasons than for what we just oh, said yeah. to watch the show. There are, <laughs> I mean, um, Olivia Coleman, you know, this is, uh, I fell in love with her in this. Like, you know, it's one of the things now where it's like, oh, Olivia Coleman's going to be in something that's worth checking out. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it was kind of cool. I was excited to watch it because it was like, oh, Olivia Coleman. Like, I was surprised to see that she was in, like, a detective drama because, like, I I had really only ever seen her in, in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. You know, she was a comedic character. Exactly, which is kind of yeah. like what she did. Yeah. Um. And then she did this, and she just fucking knocks it out of the park. Yeah, she does. It's uh, yeah. I I she she has an Oscar, and I think her best acted scene is, uh, in season one of Broadchurch. Yeah, I agree. I mean the uh, it's like I I know we you know we spent a lot of time going through that whole episode, which, you know, was partially just to kind of you know give you our take going through there and not to well because yeah it lands on you know very different a bunch of different points in the episode and how it handles it is um it does it very well so it uh yeah i mean that that ending of the episode it's just great all the cuts of the people in the town it's just like all right let's let's go episode you know episode two give me more yeah everything is underway like yeah. we've, we've showed you, we've we've give you an introduction to the town. This is in forty minutes. They give you an introduction to the town. Introduction to the case. Introduction to the the detectives running the case. Um. And then it's like all right, it gives you a couple, maybe some little pieces of evidence, and then it's all right. Let's go. Everything here we go. Let's kick it into gear here. Yeah, and it's um, I like it. I I like the uh, I do like what you said about the slowly unfolding. Because I mean, even through this episode. You're like, okay, that's a lot. And then as it goes on, it unfolds more and more and more and more. You know what I mean? It just kind of – it never stops going. Right. Now, it it does – it. yeah, it, it does a very good job at, at starting off. So like, and like another show, like some shows, they, they overstay their welcome within a season throughout an arc. Eight episodes. Like – it's it's it takes its time, but it's also very succinct overall, and just 
telling a story. It doesn't like add any filler or anything. Like you said, nothing is wasted. Yeah, not at all. So that is season one, episode one of Broad Church. Yeah. Now, now that you've watched or listened to this episode, get on the Broad Church train. Yeah, like really, really get on it. You, it's it's. You will be happy that you did. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know. It, the show kind of leaves me speechless sometimes. Yeah, I just it's just that good. It's like this is one of the shows that, like, when I first watched it, I was like, okay, anyone that asked me what show to watch, I need to tell them Broadchurch. You know, like right. I, I need more people to have seen this. Not even just from the aspect of we need to talk about it, but I need you to have – I need you to see it. I want you to experience this show. Yeah. Um, I badly wish I can go back and watch it for the first time again. Could you imagine that? That would be the greatest thing ever. I know. If you go back and watch shit for the first time. That would be – yeah, it would be – spoilers wouldn't, wouldn't be – uh Nearly as as dangerous. All right. So after multiple bouts of technical difficulties of in the middle of recording, everything shutting down and us losing the podcast. Yeah. Very close to losing the entire thing. We got the entire Broadchurch episode in. Here we are now. What? About five days later, the day that we're going to release it. Uh, recording the end of the podcast because it just abruptly cut off. Yeah. It recorded me talking at the end and then me getting annoyed that nothing was working anymore. So um, we just wanted to take a chance to close Broadchurch out. Um, since we recorded, I've watched like two and a half. I've watched the first two seasons I finished and I'm towards the end of the third season. Um it's it's such an easy watch. Yeah, 24 episodes. And they're they're quick. Like it feels quick every episode. I mean it it never drags along. Um I just think that as a whole, I mean you were you were kind of saying the first two episodes are kind of one story. First two seasons, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um and the third season kind of strays away but it it keeps all the same characters in right, play. The second, the first two seasons build up so well, and by the time you like were introduced, reintroduced to the main characters, right at the beginning of episode three, there's so much history there that you feel because that's what uh, was established in the first two seasons. And I just yeah. thought it was so cool. Like there, um, it's a really cool shot of this victim, and in the background you hear. Ellie Miller and Alec Hardy talking to this officer that got the call. And then she slowly mm-hmm. comes into focus and it's kind of a cool, like we're back. Like, yeah, Roger, a- like cause I don't think people were sure it was going to come back. Cause you know, that first storyline very took up two seasons and ended and it cl- concluded in a way. Yeah. It was kind of up in the air season. Yeah. So this was like, it's finally back. It was such a cool, it, it just has that sort of feel to it. And I love the beginning of that season. I also think um, with the third season, 
like in in hindsight now watching it a couple years later um the third season deals with a sexual assault case uh rather than a murder and i just think that a lot of um a lot of the writing a lot of the storyline i think is really pertinent to like what's going on today yeah absolutely i mean um and, and i think it's it's handled like crazy like well yeah it's handled really well and i, I was um, just in awe of it watching it last night the first episode of this yeah of the exa- third season. i that, was like this is done like amazingly and i know this is a couple years ago and um yeah just just kind of you feel like now there's such like a a a certain kind of like culture around sexual assault of people not wanting to report it. And that if they report it years later, when they get the courage, they're not believed. And I just think that the show really handles that, that problem very well. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, and you know, it, it works for the show because the show is very much like the first season is set up. Like this is, the whole thing is this is crazy that something like this happened in this small town. So it would lose sort of that um, gravitas if it's like, all right, season three, another murder. Like it was so devastating and so shocking because no one would expect it in this small town. And to decide, hey, you know what? We're going to we're going to go away from that and cover something else, but something very topical and something and that something that they they do very graciously uh, in that third season. Yeah, and I mean something that when you look at it statistically, um, happens everywhere. Yeah, and every every town, every town, every where. You, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think it's uh, I, ju- I don't know. I just watching it this time around because the first time I watched it was you know, and I'm talking about like the Me Too movement and all of this stuff going on, and especially um. You look at like you look at the Brett Kavanaugh stuff. That was like a very public thing that turned into like a very, very harsh and public victim shaming. You know what I mean? This like whole, this whole culture. It's just like it's it's such like a toxic thing. And now after going through all of this, and going back and watching season three of Broadchurch, it's like wow, they kind of like they hit the nail on the head before all this happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's I. I've been loving rewatching it. Yeah, show, I mean, it's one we always go back to. It's one. It's just yeah, the I show. It it hasn't lost any of its any of its glamour, any of its you know, um, hasn't lost anything in my rewatch. You no, know, it, it no. It, you know, I know Me the either. outcome, but everything feels just as fresh. Um, so. Those are my, those are my final thoughts on Broadchurch. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a show that not a lot of people know about, um, especially when they ask, like, a, or, you know, if I if I suggest it or request, like, suggest people watch it. Um, they they've never really heard of it. Um, a couple people have heard of it, which is cool. Um, and everyone that I've talked to that has seen it absolutely loves it. It's a it's an excellent show and. I think that first episode, like we talked about, um, it really establishes things going forward. The show, it, it handles everything very well. Yeah. So, um, you know, that was, that was our, you know, our kind of, uh, 
That was our Broad Church episode, our introduction to uh, to Broad Church for people that have not seen. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, the writing's great, cinematography's great, the acting is superb. Um, from from everybody, yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a weak spot. Um, so, as always, please do not forget to like, subscribe, share, etc., etc., etc. You could follow us on Twitter at Q the Banter. You could follow us on Instagram also at Q the Banter. And, we are uh, on Facebook, even though we haven't really used Facebook too much, but we'll try and start using it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, we're finally on Spotify. So you can find us there, Anchor, Apple. That's pretty much it right now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the but, big three. I mean, it is the big, I mean, it's the big three for sure. It's kind um, of the big, it, like, okay, no one's heard of Anchor before. It's kind of the big two. It's kind of the big two, but we're calling Anchor part of the big three, considering it's the reason that we're on the other two. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to disrespect it in any way. Yeah. So, um, I mean, um, hopefully watch Broadchurch. Let us know what you thought. Um, if you have a favorite episode, let us know. If you didn't like it, let us know so we can tell you why you're wrong. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I always say uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with suggestions you might have for us. Another thing. Uh, be very helpful if you, you know, tell us what your favorite parts of the show are, what different like segments, or if we get, you know, what, what parts of the show, what aspects of our show you think work the best. And if that's an review, it'll, it'll help us. Cause you know, we're still, we're still kind of fine tuning it. Like, I mean, this episode was a lot different than the previous one where we mostly talked about ethics the whole time, but I thought that was a really cool episode and a cool yep. change of pace. So let us know, um, you know, what, what works best on this podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure we can come up with more bits. I think we need more bits. Yeah, you can probably do more bits, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're, it's, uh, you know, we're still in the infancy of the podcast. So if you hate something we do, I can let us know. Yeah. And then I promise I'll promise that Nick won't tell you to F off on, <laughs> on the uh, episode. I, but. I, promise I won't either but nice so signing off this is Nick this is Jared and we'll see you soon